0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I am Karen Selensky along with Father John Paul Gardner here in Bismarck, North Dakota at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. We've been having a great morning um, now that, I, I don't want to say anything, but <laughs> the things are working, no, so working. thank you for those of you that that stayed with us, appreciate that, you just never know how things are going to work, so we have a great guest coming up here, um, I had the opportunity to visit with him while we were making phone calls for our spring live drive, and um, just kind of ironic that he happens to know Father John Paul Gardner yes. very well, so It was meant to be for him to be a guest today, so we would like to welcome William Breen. Uh, William, are you there?
2: Uh, Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes,
1: thank you. Appreciate you um, connecting with us today. I know you are on your way back, but um, uh, just greatly appreciate that you are willing to visit with us about your great story that you shared with me as well, and so... I am going to turn it over to your friend, Father John Paul Gardner.
3: Yeah, yeah. Now I'm glad to glad to hear your voice, uh, Bill. I hope you don't call, mind me calling you Bill. <laughs> William, no, that's
2: fine, Father. I know that. Yeah, <laughs>
3: do, you're an, you're an artist now. I got to meet you. I think it was back in around uh, the year 2000. I think um, in uh, seminary, you and I were in seminary together to, out at Cardinal Minch in Fargo mm. uh, for maybe a year yeah. or two. Were you? Yeah, two years. So, schooled me in basketball every every day here
1: we go see the sports thing for
3: my humility thank you for the great gift of humility bill <laughs> oh you're um, well- you're welcome <laughs> so generous in doling that out um yeah just kind of uh we got we connected again once i moved to bismarck a few years back and um <clears throat> and you uh and your uh and your wife were together uh she was uh suffering at that time but i got to be at your i got to be at your wedding i remember that it was a, a great a great gift you guys did a lot of uh a lot of hard work and a lot of prayer uh, to bring families together there and uh and uh can you tell us bill about about that that story a little bit i know that's a big part of the reason why you've moved into this artwork that you're doing
2: oh yes father uh thank you for the introduction mm-hmm. thank you for allowing yeah. me to be part of the program here and yes uh me and father gardner reconnected um around the time when jerry was first diagnosed with breast cancer jerry is my wife uh father was a part of the the funeral he can celebrated and um i believe it was a godsend that he we reconnected Mm. and at the time when um Jerry was going through quite a quite a bit of uh, pain and suffering with the oh. cancer and everything. Absolutely. Um, you were there for our marriage. You were there for the funeral for Jerry. You were there for the the baptism of my grandchildren. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's cool. You were there yeah. for the the baptism and the funeral for my third grandson, Asher. Oh. Um, so you've been a, a big a big part of our lives, um, just in the last, uh, five, six, seven years. Um, Um, I can't thank God enough for you being able to be there for us. Um, I know, I don't know where we would have been if, if it wasn't for the faith, um, the rosary, the Holy Eucharist, um, everything. Um,
3: yeah, the people in the, in the cathedral community too, huh? That, uh, that really reached out to you guys. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, prayer oh, yeah. groups and, and stuff and Monsignor Richter, I know was a huge piece of all of that. And, and, uh, yeah. yeah, just a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of people in the laity too, that, that were, that were there to just support you guys. And, 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 and actually we're inspired by Jerry herself too. I mean, I just know that people still talk about, uh, about your wife and how awesome her, she was in the midst of her sufferings and, and your guys' love for each other in the midst of that, too.
2: Yeah, that was uh, a tremendous outpouring of God's grace through the people of the of the parish, the, the people that would bring us food. Uh, they, they'd send us prayers. They would come and visit. Um, there was always a helping open hand there whenever we needed it. Um, it was hard in the beginning to, you know, me and Jerry, we were stubborn as most of us are. Mm-hmm. We thought we could, we thought we could do it all ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, unfortunately, we learned the hard way and found out we couldn't do it all by ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. We thought we could just pray our way through everything and just rely on God and realizing that God helps us through others. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a mm-hmm. humbling lesson to, to accept, you know, but we did. And, and, Once we let our guard down and let people in, let God in through others, uh, a lot of uh, wonderful graces were were extended our way because of the the parish community and everything.
1: Well, and again, that's a perfect example of, you know, um, the importance of having the parishes, the priests, Mm. you know, the community that um, gives you the support that's needed in, in these trying times. So. I know, Bill. You had shared with me a little bit about your, um, you know, your faith, and I think your the conversion from your wife. If you want to just share with a little bit, you know, with the audience. Oh
2: yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I can go uh, quick, little quickly into it. Um, like uh, Father mentioned, uh, we were at Cardinal Mint Seminary. From I was there from ninety nine to two thousand and one. Um, I left without praying, so I kind of just made my own selfish decision and I did fall away from the faith for quite a number of years it wasn't until probably 2012 when I actually made the choice that I knew I needed to change again I knew I needed to get back into the faith and then Jerry at this time was still my girlfriend um she really didn't have a faith growing up and we all come, we're, we're Native Americans, so spirituality and all of that stuff is, is a huge part of our culture. And I just told her that, Jerry, one day I said, I'm Catholic and I know that I need a change and I'm going to start going back to church. If you want to come, uh, please do. And she did, you know, that's she just,
1: that's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: and, and then she went through RCIA, um, and she just, embraced everything about the faith, she had questions, but I think she she was ready and she knew that this was what she wanted, and she just absorbed it like a sponge, and I learned so much from her, being a cradle Catholic, then coming back, um, and then she was able to come into the the, the church, um, receive holy communion and confirmation and penance and all of that stuff. Right away. Um, one thing that was really tough for her, she was, she had to go through the annulment process, so it opened up a lot of mm. wounds. Um, it took her quite a bit to go through the application and all of that other stuff, but, uh, I think it really helped her heal. Um, her heart was broken, mm, um, but sure. she was able to find healing for and, and, you could see God's grace moving in, in, in her life and she really embraced, uh, the, the rosary, um, the blessed mother, mm-hmm. uh, her being a mother herself, she was able to relate to Mary, um, especially with children and, and the suffering that she saw Mary go through or, you know, that she kind of compared mm-hmm. what she was going through in the same way. So it was just a beautiful thing to see and witness.
3: Uh, at what point, uh, Bill, did you find out that uh, that she had uh, uh, cancer? Then that that was such a um, it
2: challenge. was it was 2014 uh, when Jerry was officially diagnosed. It was in the summer, August, somewhere in 2014. So around 2012 is when we started going to church together. Uh we started living apart in the same house um because I expressed that part of the faith is not living together like husband and wife, so it's a real challenge. we made it's the con- real real yeah, challenge. the conscious choice, so I was putting a mattress in and out of the living room where <laughs> i was living every <laughs> evening for uh four years you know oh, wow. um wow, so. It was, it was very challenging at the time, you know, and, but it was all, it was all for something, we had a goal in the end, and it was, it was to grow closer together in, in the way that I believe that God has, had shown us, you know, through kind of dating first, getting to know each other, then marriage, and, and all of that other stuff, so.
3: Is there, Bill, is there a... Uh, you know, you guys are making these big sacrifices and then, um, you know, so God's doing some beautiful things. Um, I don't know, we just have like a, a couple minutes here, but can, you know, can you just tell us like how you didn't, how you didn't, uh, give up on God when you found out like that, uh, that Jerry had, uh, had the cancer? Like how, how would you, how were you able to do, to feel that? I mean, cause a lot of people run into that and they just think, well, I'm doing all these things for God. You know, how do I, how? How come he's he's allowing this? You know, it's a big, it's a challenging question. Did you guys find some some grace in the midst of all of these difficulties?
2: Um, I think it it there was it was very difficult. Um, you know, the first year and a half of her cancer. You know, we prayed, we went to church, and we did everything, and we she was given a clean bill of health. But then when it returned. It seemed like a dark cloud came over over everything, and mm-hmm. the, I think God's grace pierced that darkness, and we, we were able to see what we needed to do, and just keep trusting, keep praying, especially the Rosary, um, keep going to Mass, and and there was a, a supernatural strength that Jerry possessed, I believe, because yeah, she was always that. she was always smiling, she was always happy. She did cry. She was, you know, she got frustrated and stuff, but she always turned to God. She always would say, you know, I'm going to offer this up. I'm offering this up. You know, that old name you always hear.
3: That's awesome. I saw that too, Bill. I saw that too.
1: Yep. So the power of prayer is amazing. Um, We we just need to take a quick break, but we are going to stick with you, Bill. You have a heartwarming story here. And um, so we're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned for more Real Presence Live.
0: Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.
4: Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota, All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. I'm Father Richard Kunst with a Papal Minute. In January of 1984, the cover of Time magazine showed an image of John Paul II visiting his would-be assassin, Mahet Aliaka, in his prison cell. The whole world was shocked at the idea of the Pope going to visit the man who a couple of years earlier tried to kill him. It was a story of heroic forgiveness few could imagine. But the forgiving of Aliaka was only half of the story. In fact, it wasn't even the most important part of the story at all. The primary reason John Paul went to see his assailant was not to grant forgiveness, but to seek it. The Pope had harbored anger over the assassination attempt, so he went to visit Aliaka in prison to ask him for his forgiveness, even to the shock of the gunman himself. Aka obliged. This has been Father Richard Kunst with the Papal Minute. To learn more, visit papalartifacts.com. That's papalartifacts.com. This is Father Richard Kunst. If you enjoyed this papal minute, you'll want to see the papal artifacts collection on display here in Duluth, Minnesota, August 19th through 21st this summer, 2022. For more information, go to VaticanUnveiled.com.
0: You're listening to Real Presence live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now back to the show.
1: Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live today. We are in Bismarck, North Dakota, at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. I am Karen Selensky along with Father John Paul Gardner. Mm-hmm. It's been a great day. We've had some great guests, and we are returning back with Bill Breen, um, who is an acquaintance of actually Father John Paul mm-hmm. Gardner. So yes, I do. The Holy Spirit is working here today, and um, it's been a great story. So. I'm going to let you visit with him some
3: more, Father Paul John. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, uh, Karen. Yes, you're renaming me Paul John. Thank you. (laughs) That's going to be confusing. today, yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's good, though. It's Paul John. Yes. Paul John, John Paul. Dyslexia, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Okay, very good. Bill, are you you still with us there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, great, great. And uh, we kind of had to cut you a little bit short there. You were telling us about the... um, and the amazing resolution that uh, your wife Jerry had in the midst of all of her her, her, her sufferings, um, how you know <laughs> with her patience and her perseverance in prayer, she was pulling through all of this i 'm um, sure that that's that 's part of what's what 's inspired you uh, to to do with the work that you 're doing now um, I think you're kind of you 've gone into full time as as an artist um, your dad is an artist if i'm not mistaken a pretty famous art, artist um but uh can you tell us how how this transition kind of happened uh with the inspiration from the life of your of your dear wife uh, jerry
2: yeah um i guess it starts We're we're native american i'm chippewa and dakota and my wife is mm. lakota from shine river um so a lot of art inspiration comes To me, culturally, so a lot of my work is Native uh, American-oriented. and Mm. um, But incorporating the faith into that work Mm. has been a beautiful thing because uh, the rosary, the Blessed Mother, the stories, the titles of her. Like some of my artwork, I have an art piece called Star of the Sea. Uh, I have an art piece called Gentle Mother. Um, So a lot of the titles I... I use those titles that we refer to Mary as in her litany, Mm. just like the examples I gave. That's Um, really neat. Yeah. And so, and I don't really explain that to people. I leave it just as some people do notice, other Catholics do, uh, the titles or the postures or the poses of the art pieces that I create. And I like to leave it like that and leave it in Our Lady's hands because uh, like I said, Jerry, Jerry really loved the Blessed Mother. Um, she didn't question it. Why, you know, this or that? She just grabbed the rosary. She knew it was her, her weapon, her tool to mm-hmm. grow closer to Jesus, to grow closer to God. And I just can't explain it. You know, we prayed the rosary every day when she was fighting and battling. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, It it, to be honest, when I witnessed when she would pray, she would close her eyes, and Mm -hmm. it's it's like the pain would go away for just those brief moments to give her some relief, Um, you know. And and it's un it's surreal, but yeah, uh, I I do art full time now. Um, I teach classes, I go to different art events, I go to powwows, sell my artwork. And it's all because of Jerry witnessing what she went through. She unlocked the talent in me that I didn't know was there. Um, come from an artistic family, but I didn't want to, I had no desire to do art, just to do it. It took what Jerry went through and witnessing what she went through to unlock it. And a part of my, mm. what I make every year, I give back to uh, the Bismarck Cancer Center. I make a donation every year, a few times a year in, in honor of Jerry. And wow. the donations go out to families that are battling their cancer during battle right now. plus yes, whether it's amazing. gas, food, lodging. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's all—it's a circle. It's giving back. You know what we—we we got so much when we were going through that journey with Jerry. It's an honor to give back in her name um, because of the Bill. blessings that we.
3: Bill, is there a, is there a place where people can easily find this artwork that you're talking about? I, I know I've seen it myself. I know I think I saw uh, a piece of it hanging up in the hospital, actually, here in Bismarck. Maybe it's in the the hallway where where Jerry was uh, getting treatments and stuff. But uh, where. So I, I know where to find it, but where can where can people look online? Maybe even as we're talking here, you 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 have some oh, beautiful yeah. colors in your in your in your artwork. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, I uh, I have a website. Um, I, the company I started is called Bountiful Rays. Uh, Jerry's middle name was Ray, R E I. So I named the company after her, um, and so it's Bountiful Rays with an apostrophe S at the end. And it's, so it's com, And I have all of my artwork. I have clothing with my artwork on it. Um, um, that's and neat. a lot of the artwork, like, like I said, is inspired by my own Native American heritage and uh, my Catholic faith. Um, those two things together have uh, allowed me to share the story of my wife, to share the story of who I am as a Native American.
3: Um, How has that been going? Yeah, how's that been yeah. going? Because you're you're going to like you said a lot of powwows. You're going to a lot of shows. Have you have you seen any fruits, Bill? I mean, is this all just like you're putting all this effort into it, or and there's nothing nothing going forward with it? Or do, have you seen, have you seen people respond? Especially, I think. It would be important when it comes to like struggling with cancer and everything. Have you seen some yeah. some fruits from all of your, your labors? We say that in the Psalms. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Have you, have you seen that at all, Bill? Um, for, I, for, I
2: have seen uh, many fruits uh, from hmm. the labor of, of promoting the artwork, sharing the story of Jerry and myself. Hmm. Um, I've connected with other people that have lost loved ones to cancer. And or ones that are currently going through cancer now, I've met a, a, a young lady during Christmas who uh, she told me like she got diagnosed with breast cancer like two days before. you know, oh, um, And my heart just broke. A young woman, I didn't get her name, but I knew it was must it was a God thing uh, when she mm-hmm. walked in the mall, seeing the artwork, read the stories, because I write stories for all my artwork, and mm. that's really what people connect with, is the story. Mm, um, the art is beautiful, yes, but if you don't know the story to the art, then it's just something beautiful, you know? But
3: Something can be deep to it, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, having a deeper connection, and I guess the the story of my company or the slogan is Hope Through Art. Um, and I think that's what people connect with is not just the story, but just the, the love and the hope and the faith that ooze from the artwork, uh, because of God's grace. Because there's, there's a million, there's a million and one things out there now that it's negative, it's hurtful, harmful, and people just want something different, something refreshing. Yeah. Um, a hope-filled story, uh, about love, about, people that
3: are you know everything so no I, I agree that that there's there's a really important point in all of that uh, bill because I think you're very real about the fact that uh, there's there's real suffering uh, and that there, there there's real tragedy there's real uh, there's real significant difficulties that people have to face uh, but that there's I think your artwork and which and what you're doing especially to me, it's you, you've really shown how you know we we can we can grow. Uh, there there can be, you know. I think the 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 gospel today was the vine and the branches. You know, Jesus says, and he and he prunes prunes the good branches so that they produce more fruit. And uh, I mean, literally, in your artwork, I can kind of I can see that. If people go online to that Bountiful Rays website and look at that, I mean, it's 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 beautiful. You can get you can gain hope, and it's like you said, you just leave it you leave it there for the people to look at, and and if it if it helps them, it helps them, you know, and. Uh, we need, we need that. We need good uh, and uh, holy artists like you um, to, to give people hope, Bill. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: So what advice would you offer to someone who's going through the loss of a loved one, Bill? Hmm.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, that, hmm. uh, that's like the million dollar question. Mm-hmm. Um, grief likes to isolate us. Grief likes to make us think that we're the only one going through it and that nobody can relate, but that's false. Um, Grief, um, basically just the advice is hold on to the cross, hold on to prayer with everything you have. Um, It's going to be hard. You can't sugarcoat grief. You can't sugarcoat loss. You're going to miss that person or your loved one, whoever it may be. Turn to prayer, turn to the sacraments, reach out to the, the holy priests in your parish, um, reach out to family members. They're they're there to talk. They're not mind readers. Um, so you got to let them know uh, that you're hurting. You can't just bottle it up. But a little piece of advice is it's okay to not be okay. It really helped me. Mm. Um, like I didn't have to walk around with a smile all the time after Jerry died. Mm. I didn't have to try to pretend that I am okay or that everything's fine. Um, I, I, I showed outwardly that I was sad, that I was hurting and that's okay to do that.
3: You Mm. know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Sure.
1: So you know, it's just been such an inspiration visiting with you. Um, just you know, on the power of prayer and to know that every day is a gift, because you don't know when when you're going to be challenged with something like this. And and again, you know, it, it's it is turning to the Blessed Mother. You know, the the adoration, um, whatever whatever it's going to take to give you that peace. So we appreciate you coming on board and and telling the audience, um, you know, our listeners about this wonderful faith story. Um, Any final thoughts or reflections you'd like to to share with us?
2: Um, A quick little story about um, the Holy Eucharist. Um, When Jerry was on hospice at home, April of 2018, um, she was at this point in constant pain. There was really no pain relief that could really help her. But I would mention to her that uh, Jesus is coming Uh, somebody would be bringing Holy Communion over and when I told her that she would just smile all the pain and anguish she felt just melted away and she always she's like I need to get ready so she couldn't get out of bed so she would only do the things that she could she'd brush her hair brush her teeth and she just was so happy she was filled with so much light when she knew that communion was coming and she knew who it was And that's just one little grace that I wanted to hear. Amazing, Um, Bill. That is amazing.
1: You know, and that's such an important thing in life. And so we thank you so much for your story. Um, We wish you the best. And hopefully um, a lot of us will go and look at your art because it sounds amazing. It is phenomenal. So, yeah. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back in a few minutes. Stay with us.
0: This is real.